first, a quick question. Have you ever uh, sat through a timeshare presentation? Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe you were lured in by uh, a free stay somewhere or just some free tickets to an event. But uh, if you uh, have gone through this purgatory, uh, you know uh, what it's like that as they sit you down at, at this thing designed to sell you a vacation timeshare. And they start off by telling you that uh, really over a lifetime, uh, having a timeshare is a cheap way to vacation. And it's so easy for you to trade your timeshare and you can stay anywhere in the world. But then, just as you're about to sign, they tell you about the fees, the association fees, the maintenance fees, the trading fees, and suddenly it's not so cheap after all. And also you find out that it's really not so easy to trade your timeshare and stay other places in the world because they tell you, well, you see, you've got an off-season unit and nobody wants it. And so about the only timeshare you can trade into is next to a pig farm in Nebraska or something like that. You find out it's not so cheap and it's not so easy and you find that out at the very end. Jesus would be a terrible timeshare salesman. Jesus always gives the costs up front. Whenever someone comes to Jesus uh, to follow him, Jesus explains up front that it will not be cheap and it will not be easy. Uh, Jesus says this up front about following him. It will take costly commitment. Like uh, it says in Luke chapter 9, starting at verse 57, where we read, as they were walking along the road, a man said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Jesus said to another man, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Now in these words, uh, Jesus explains uh, that being his follower involves commitment. Commitment that overcomes difficulty, double-mindedness, and delay. First, uh, following Jesus is a commitment that overcomes difficulty. Jesus says, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. So these are images that Jesus was giving uh, to make it clear to his uh, would-be followers that they would need to give up material comforts and also be uh, one who experiences a degree of social rejection, just like Jesus did. You see, Jesus is no timeshare salesman. Jesus makes the cost so clear up front. He makes it so clear and so obvious that I'm amazed that there are still people who think that following Jesus should be easy and should be filled with uh, 
promises of comfort and prosperity. Oh, Jesus wants me to be rich and to live a comfortable life. Nope. Everywhere in Scripture, Jesus says, you can follow me only if you are willing to pay the price of some pain and discomfort in this life. So how about you? Does following Jesus cost you anything? I mean, do you give financially to uh, God's work in worship? Uh, do you give of your time uh, to serve Jesus by serving people in the church or in our community? Uh, do you ever go outside your comfort zone and boldly share your relationship with Jesus or do something that's inconvenient uh, to sacrificially love someone else? If following Jesus isn't costing you anything, then it probably isn't the real Jesus you're following. Second, following Jesus is a commitment that overcomes double-mindedness. Uh, Jesus invites a guy to follow him, and the guy's response is, Lord, first, let me go and bury my father. And Jesus' reply was very swift. Uh, he said, let the dead bury their own dead. You, follow me, and let's proclaim the kingdom of God. Now, is Jesus being harsh here? The answer is no. Think about it. This was not a day of an amazing coincidence. This was not a day of an amazing coincidence where Jesus called a guy to follow him on the very same day that his father died. No, there was no coincidence because this guy's father was not even dead yet. And so this guy is a guy who has a long list of what-ifs, excuses for why he couldn't fully commit to Jesus. What if? I mean, what if my father dies? I can't fully commit now, Jesus. There's so many things I need to worry about first. That's the key word here, first. Did you notice that? Uh, Lord First, let me blah, 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 blah. Jesus couldn't be first in his life. And so Jesus' response is not cold. It's not harsh. Jesus is just responding that he has no interest in followers who are double-minded and have half a mind to uh, just let what-ifs determine their life or have half a mind uh, to put other things first in their lives and not the kingdom of God. Third, following Jesus is a commitment that overcomes delay. Uh, another wannabe follower responds to Jesus, I will follow you, Lord, but let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Well, this sounds like a reasonable uh, response. So is Jesus being harsh in his... Uh, in his rejection of this excuse? The answer is no, because Jesus understood that this goodbye request was a blatant delay tactic. 
In those days, formal and informal hellos and goodbyes took a very long time. Uh, if you flip to the next chapter, Luke chapter 10, uh, you'll see that when Jesus sent out his people to do his work in the world, he said to them, and don't greet anybody on the road. Now, was Jesus advocating that his people would be unfriendly? No, of course not. Uh, Jesus is just acknowledging that in those days, uh, informal greetings uh, took hours and hours and usually involved a meal and even an overnight stay. And all Jesus was saying to his people was, the mission I'm giving to you is too important for sleepovers. So skip the informal greeting process and get busy healing people and expressing my love and message to the world. Uh, that's the informal process. The formal process of saying goodbye to your family took even longer and involved multiple parties that could go on for weeks and months. Uh, so this guy's goodbye request is a blatant delay tactic. And Jesus isn't interested in followers who have nothing but good intentions to follow him someday. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm just like this guy. Uh, because when it comes to my relationship with God, I have really good intentions for someday. When I'm retired someday, uh, I'm going to spend lots of time with you, Jesus, in prayer. Uh, someday when I'm ready, I'll make peace with that person who hurt me or I hurt. Someday when I'm stronger, I'll deal with this bad habit. But Jesus is not interested in good intentions mixed with a bad case of looking back. Jesus tells a story of this foolish plowman who ends up making a mess of his field because while he plows, he, he, instead of focusing on his purpose in life, he keeps looking back. Maybe he's looking back uh, because he's distracted by shiny temptations. Maybe he's looking back to admire his work. Maybe he's looking back with thoughts of giving up. Jesus says that his follower cannot be a foolish farmer. His follower must be committed to him and not look back. The people who are baptized today here at Black Rock have committed, have committed to follow Jesus and not look back. The people who will be baptized today have made this decision to follow Jesus and not look back. How about you? Maybe you have never committed to Jesus uh, and, and decided to make him uh, the one you follow in life. Maybe you've been thinking about it, but you've been delaying it for a long time. Delay no longer. Maybe you are someone who needs to recommit to overcome difficulty and double-mindedness and delay and really commit to following Jesus and experiencing all the life that comes from that relationship. 
You can't be a some ways, sometimes, someday's follower of Jesus. So be inspired by the commitment of each one who is baptized today, who says for you and the whole world to hear, I have received Jesus as my personal Savior, and I will follow him all the days of my life. We want to thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online, and we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app, and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.